Till Death Do Us Watch podcast, where a married couple talks about TV. My name is May, and with me is Jono Boy. Hey yo. Hey yo. How's it going? <laughs> now it just sounds like a Mozart. Those are my horns. Those are my party horns. Do the, no, do my do the good ones. No. See? Aha! <laughs> oh no! I'm doing very well now. We are on season four, episode five, Dirty Harry. Dirty Harry. Oh my goodness. Yes. <laughs> yes, we are a married couple. We like to watch TV, and we are re-watching Dexter in preparation for season nine. Yes. And yes, we just watched Dirty Harry. Yes, we did. So let's uh let's dive on into Dirty Harry. Well, previously on Dexter, uh-huh. Deb was shot. Bang bang by and Lundy. Bang. Oh, they're all, they're all, they're all bang, bang, bang. Shit. Yes. What fuck does Dexter know? Well, Dex arrives at the crime scene. Oh, thank God. This is not previously on. We are now in the episode. Oh, fuck. Okay. Yeah. Let's go. Well, Dex gets to the crime scene and he forgot his laminate in the car and almost gets in a fight with a cop over not being let in. Yeah. And this has been a trend with Dex about he gets very confrontational when he's mad, scared, or protective. Weird. But no, but but it is one of those that it's the same kind of thing every time. Oh yeah, sure. Like it's the same kind of scenario, like yeah. specific scenario where someone's keeping him out, and he just loses his patience and he's like, "I'll stab you in the neck." Right? He's just like, "Dex, Dex, Dex, stop it, stop it, <laughs> Jesus!" I'm gonna M99 you right now. He has this shot and he puts it in his mouth to take the tip off. Yeah, that's right. And he's slowly like, "I'll do it." <laughs> he pulls out a bone saw from his pocket. Like, what the fuck? Puts the face shield down. Just yeah. Like, let's, let's tango, baby. Look, Deb is alive. Deb Thank is alive. God. Lundy is obviously dead. Ugh. The bullet shattered every bone it came into contact with. Because flying pieces of metal are not meant to meet up uh-huh. with a thousand-year-old bones. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay, just dust. Shot him. Bang, bang. <laughs> but yes, Deb is alive, so we're okay. Quinn thinks it looks vacation murders-y, and mm-hmm. Lundy was shot twice, which Dex finds odd. Because why leave Deb alive? Yeah. Yeah, yeah like, it, she is a potential witness. Like, it just it doesn't match up. It doesn't work. I do think that the shooter might have shot Lundy twice, because he didn't think the first bullet hit. Uh-huh. Because it just kind of, like, went through him. It just He just it saw just... a cloud of dust. <laughs> do it again. Bang, 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 bang. Christine Hill stops by to check on Quinn and offers support before rushing to question Batista. But Batista has a plan, and on the record, he's like, Johnny Rose has really bad syphilis. Which is genius. It's a very good lead to drop for for the media. Good job, Batista. Also, kids, don't get syphilis. The police will find you. (laughs) And that's... One of many reasons to not get syphilis, kids. <laughs> you only need one. <laughs> Dex sneaks into Lundy's hotel room, and I fucking love Ghost Harry. Like, just oh to go God. on a quick side note, like, especially here where the chips are down. Yes. And, like, Deb shot, and they're like, let's get down to business. In 30 Rock, they yeah. talk about having a third heat, which is what yeah. Alec Baldwin's character gave to microwaves. He gave them a third heat, and that's what got him. <laughs> 
to be where he is today. It's so funny. Guys. Ghost Harry is the third heat to the show. Oh my god, yes. And like not being not not even just being like his conscience Jiminy Cricket, but like this just like I'm your dad, I'm here. Solve this. That's my fucking blood out there. Go get him. Go. That line right there. Oh, it got me. I could like feel it. No. <laughs> Dex catalogs everything and takes all of Lundy's Trinity stuff. Oh man. At a diner John Lithgow sees on the news that Lundy is dead, and he get he got an omelet. Oh, yum, yum, yum. But they didn't have diced tomatoes. So he's like, if you're going to make me an omelet with diced tomatoes, you do it from the beginning. And again, Oof. we have all these little moments that shows that he's a dick. Uh-huh. But yeah, not murdery, but maybe. Maybe that's the thing, isn't it? Like, right. Angry people outside could be murderers. That's... So you don't argue with them and you just put diced tomatoes in their omelet. Maybe, there, maybe that's the lesson here. There we go. There'd be less killers out there <laughs> if, if they just had their diced tomatoes. That's what I'm saying. Back at Rita's house, Dex's cell phone is ringing. And because of everything crazy that's happening right now, yeah. Rita tells Astor to pick it up because it could be the hospital. But it's Dexter's landlord. Wait, what? There's got to be some mistake. Why? Well, because... This interview's over. <laughs> no, no, he's a good man. <laughs> my client will not be answering any more questions about the apartment. No, my God, the apartment. I mean, this this interview's over. <laughs> Meanwhile, at the hospital, Deb is waking up, and she seems fine. She's wiped a little bit and oh. gets a little, you know, appropriately butt hurt when uh, Dex starts questioning her a bit too hard. Yeah, she's like, "Hey, can you relax a bit?" Right? A little bit. But um, she goes into it and talks about what it was like and Dexter's being supportive. He even walks her to the bathroom, which is really, it's a sweet moment. Oh, it's, oh, it's so touching. And well, and it's when she's describing the event and she says the look in Lundy's eyes, it was like he was apologizing. He was. And I couldn't do anything. Well, and the worst part about that is, like, I feel so bad that, that Lundy has to die. Like, his last moments are worrying about Deb. Like, I he know. lived such a good crime-fighting life. He doesn't deserve to go out being like, well, I, f- I fucked up. I failed. Oh, my God, it right? Sucks. Well, and also, we we uh, moved past it already, but at the crime scene, Dexter looks at Lundy, and he even said the same thing. He's yeah. like, he was a worthy adversary. That's and bullshit. He, and he didn't deserve to die like this. I agree. Oh, Heartbreaking. Speaking of heartbreaking, Anton bursts in. Oh, and I love no. this scene because he doesn't see Deb. And for a moment, for like a second, he's like, oh, is she dead? Right, because he just sees an empty room and then a Dexter leaning over. Like, yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. So, yeah, he goes into the bathroom while Dex waits outside with Rita, where he learns that a pipe burst in his super secret murder apartment. Oh, and his no. his current wife is very uh, is very upset. She's yeah. very mad. Yep. But they agree that now is not the time to talk about it because they got other shit going on. Yes. But, Family oh, first. Oh boy. Back in the hospital room with Anton and Deb, Deb tells Anton about her lovely Lundy humps. <laughs> her lovely Lundy humps. Yes. Check it out. <laughs> in the back and in the front. What does that mean? What does that mean? When it pertains to Lundy. Anyway. <laughs> Anton tries to stay, but Deb kicks him out. And much like John Lithgow in Harry and the Hendersons, no. Deb has to throw things at him, uh, including insults. And just, Can't you see we don't want you anymore? 
Oh, no. <laughs> Goodbye, my friend. Oh, man. And then Anton just has to put on his green lantern ring and then zip on out of there. You don't zip with a lantern <laughs> ring, but sure. Sure. You can create like, anything that, with the ring, John. Maybe he does. That's like saying Wolverine's claws pop out by going bop, bop. <laughs> Does, it doesn't work. I kind of want them to go bop, bop. Bop, bop. <laughs> it hurts every time. Uh, no, one thing I was thinking about this, though, that I really liked was Anton has a hell of a dating story. So he's like, all right, so I'm this musician, right? And I was outside smoking a joint in between sets. This cop comes up, says I work for him now. Five years go by. <laughs> I meet this lady. We fall in love. She tells me that I, I was never a CI. Then I get kidnapped and skinned. Yeah. And then after everything, she moves in with me. And then she goes with this 80-year-old FBI agent. <laughs> and then he dies. And I try to stay with her. In front of her. I try to stay because I'm a good guy. And she's like, get the fuck out of here. So that was my last relationship. Yeah. <laughs> that is a hell of a story. Yeah, right? Well, good for him. He got something out of it. He sure did. Meanwhile, at Maria's office, Batista comes in. And as Maria is getting off the phone, notifying Lundy's daughter and what can only be countless grandchildren. Because I... he's been alive since Jesus? <laughs> Cleopatra? Cleopatra, probably. Looking at those crow's feet. He was there for the, the Roman Empire to fall. <laughs> he was there for the birth of Jesus. He was there for the death of Jesus. He was there for the, the emergence of the Roman Empire, and he saw its demise. Oh he was a worthy adversary. Yes, he was. And he had a daughter. Does, does this daughter know about Deb? Is she around mm, the same age as Deb? She's entirely. This, no, like, like Lundy was like 50 when he had his daughter. And oh, was well, like, I don't know. <laughs> I'm I mean, sure I'm she's. Hoping that she was a little younger. I'm. Su- I'm sure she's much older than Deb. Oh, it's weird. <laughs> but hey, there you go. Maybe they can bond together. That being said, I do need to talk about Lundy's daughter in that she's going to be my first pick anytime. Anytime what? that there is a murderer, there's a serial killer, a tableau, if you will. Okay. And you're like, who did this? Probably Lundy's daughter for revenge. Oh, for revenge. Probably. I mean, her dad died in Miami. He's been in Miami a bunch of times. Now he's dead. I mean, that's okay. Okay. So every time there is a new murder. In the way that Barbara Gianna, headcanon, is now Barbara Sodaquist. Oh, yes. My headcanon, I'm always going to have her up there. Uh I I don't stop hunting. Oh, my God. Just like a Lundy. As Lundy as a fox. Ah, There we go. But yeah, I'm going to question Lundy's daughter. I mean, just saying, where is she? Where was she? That's, it's a fabulous question. Thank you. Okay. First time we ever hear about her. Come on now. Okay. Matthews remembered he was in the show. Hey! So he shows up, and Maria <laughs> tells Angel that she told the brass about their relationship, which gets Angel mad <gasps> because she made a relationship decision alone. Yeah, that's not cool. Yeah, don't do that. I, I fully support Batista being pissed at that. Yeah. Maria did the right thing, but not in the right way. Exactly. And the ends don't justify the beans, guys. The ends do not justify the beans. <laughs> Back out at the bullpen, uh, Batista gets a crime summary from people, and that's what I'm going to call it from now on. 
he goes out there and he's like, all right, tell me what's going on. And Quinn's like, and Deb is like, and then Sodaquist is like, and they talk about all the crime. That's what it's called now. It's a crime summary. Um, Angel tells them about his syphilis plant with Christine and trying to turn Johnny and Nikki against each other. Yes, smart. Back at Dexter's not-so-secret murder pad, Dex is contemplating adding revenge to his code after what happened to Deb. Uh, yeah, which I really like that. It's just showing more of how much Dexter actually cares. None of this monster shit, Dexter. You're good. You've got the feelings. you got the feelings. Are these feelings? <laughs> the apartment is all sorts of flooded, and Dex is wondering uh, where to hide all of his murderness without the place. He's like, yeah. if I, but if I don't have this, because everything's out except for a small pile of, it's a small murder pile. Yes. And he's like, these are all of my murder things, and I can't take these and mix them up with my family things. No. So what am I supposed to do with my murder things? Where to put the murder things? Well, he gets a call from Deb and offers his place for her to stay for a while while she recovers from her bullet wound. Yeah, very nice. Oh, she got shot. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, did I mention that? Um, anyway, Dex is starting to look through all of the Trinity research and he's listening to Lundy's tape recorders and he pours over pics. Dex immediately recognizes Trinity's ritual and the need for it, which I really liked. I like when Dex is like, that's a crazy thing that I, me too, buddy. Me too. Yeah. It's what makes him such a good hunter of killers as well. Also, I love Dexter in this whole episode when he's listening to the Lundy tapes. I like to think of it as like a serial podcast spinoff mm. just called The Lundy Tapes. I gotcha. I yeah, gotcha. Yeah, yeah. I want to listen to them. I would love it. This season on Serial. <laughs> Meanwhile, at your local hardware store, John Lithgow is shopping for hammers. Oh boy. Don't forget your life vests. He's talking, he's talking like an old man though. Oh yeah. Where he's, it's just riddles about everything and nothing. <laughs> Like, the guy's trying to help him, and he's like, so you got a big project? Oh, it's a big one. It always is. <laughs> Just, all right, do you have the right hammer, sir? Well, when it comes to the tool, it's more of the craftsman, but ah, uh, that's life, isn't it? I'm just yes. like, what the fuck are you talking about? Are you, is this... Like, so, what What are you building, sir? It's like, oh, it's a, it's a lot of work, yeah. but the job has to get done. It has to get done. What? Yeah. <laughs> hey, hey. Sir, 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 sir. It's that it's that very poetic theatricalness, the way that he talks and yeah. like putting that in real life and just next to this kid who's well, just they, doing they, his job. They chose a really good guy who's just uh what? Yeah, really he's like I don't know. Just choose this hammer. It's a cool one. I'm not a hammer guy, but how many hammers could there be? Like I just I don't. Care. I'm sorry. This is just one of those his personal gripes that I'm like it's a hammer just grab one I don't know I don't know you don't even know John I mean how many hammers are there relax about it John is not a handyman I'm not well I have one hammer I've had the same hammer for like 14 years and I don't even know where it came from certainly not from a bludgeoning that would be crazy would be crazy oh, as hell man. oh my god John watch Dex is waiting for Trinity at that building Lundy was at Ghost Harry tells Dex that he's like, you don't even know what you're looking for. And that's, I love this realization uh, where Dex realizes that the last Lundy tape is still in Lundy's tape recorder. That's a really good miss. Which was on him when he got killed. Yeah. Really good catch. What a nerd. (laughs) 
we know he wasn't recording Trinity shit. That means that he right. kept the recorder in his pocket, had humps yeah. with his lovely Lundy humps, and then put it back on. He's a nerd with his little tape recorder. Put it down. Put it down for a second while you're having sex with a woman like 90 years younger than you. Put the recorder down. Well, look, we are back at Quinn's, and he's given Christine Hill one hell of a thank you. Sure is. Like true heroes do. They go down on their reporters. Oh, really? You think that heroes go down on on reporters, really? True heroes do. Alright. Well, <laughs> I guess Batman's not a hero for you, you bitch. <laughs> so for those of you who may not have heard, recently for Harley Quinn season three. Yes. The cartoon. The, yeah. the cartoon. There was going to be a scene where Batman goes down on a Catwoman, mm-hmm. and the DC Comics brass came out and said, <laughs> no, heroes don't do that. Oh, my and God. And I printed that out and have it laminated <laughs> on my side of the bed. <laughs> so, good. But, yeah, Quinn is thanking Christine by going down on her, mm-hmm. and they have that uh, conversation that kind of sweeps everything under the rug. Every problem they've had so far. Yeah. About like, I, I, I thought we were from two different worlds. You're a cop and I'm a reporter? What? Oh, God, how could we even make this complicated thing work? And <laughs> Quinn just responds with like, eh, I like complicated. <laughs> like, we've the whole season being like, I can't be with you, you're a reporter. You're a reporter and yeah. you got to stop reporting shit I say to you. So we got to knock this off. I'm done with you. She does one good thing and he's like, eh. I think we can work this out. I think we're going to be okay. <laughs> Deb shows up at Rita's to stay for a bit while she recovers, but she's not good at it because she throws her pain pills away. She's so uh, bad at recovering. Oh my God. You think someone would have told her how to take those pain pills? You'd think so. Or you'd, you know, have that conversation with her like, hey, you don't have to be in pain. Did you know that? I don't think she knows what those are. I think she thinks the the pill bottle's filled with more bullets. <laughs> and she's like, I don't want more. This killed my lover. My ancient, <laughs> decrepit lover. Oh, dear Lord. Oh, my God. He was about to turn 4,000. Oh, my God. Do you not have a heart? <laughs> Rita tries to talk to Dex about his apartment. And Rita, I'm fully on her side. Don't get me yes. wrong. She's she's being very patient Incredibly. and trying to get him to talk when he's ready, but there just isn't time. However, in this moment, mm-hmm. there actually isn't time. Dexter says, I got to go to work. And less than like 30 seconds later, the kids honk and oh, in yeah. unison call for Dexter, which means Rita knew this was not the time to talk about it. You're totally right. Okay, So she was right. She was she, right. And she still is, but. Wrong time. Wrong time, baby. You'll learn, baby. You'll learn. (laughs) Angel and Maria have a passive-aggressive fight in the precinct kitchen where Maria apologizes and Angel says, the only thing that could ruin what we have is us. So no more secrets. Yeah. That's all I have to say about that. Communication is key. Yep. Who would have thought? Who would have thought? We did. And that one man from season two. That's right. The one FBI agent. (laughs) He'll come back. Dex stops by evidence, and I love this shit. So Dex is going under the guise of looking for something of Deb's, right? Yes. He rips his gloves to get rid of the company, and he grabs Lundy's tapes, 
replaces the tape, which I wouldn't have done. Smart. Great call. Yeah. And then fakes a text from Deb, and he gets out. Bam. Genius. My well note done. here says, smooth as eggs, baby. Smooth <laughs> as eggs. Pretty good. Pretty, pretty good. Like smooth as a hard-boiled egg? Or no, like, like eggs. Like, like eggs. Just eggs? Yeah, well, okay, so first off, that's a Dave Chappelle line. Oh! It's as oh, smooth okay. as eggs. It's when he, he gets all of the wrinkles off of his balls. <laughs> and then when he shows women, their reaction is, that's as smooth as eggs. <laughs> Trinity is doing rounds with the security guy at that building. They stop to have a coffee, which is cool. I want a security, like, I want a building that has, like, a bunch of other ones. Like, and that has a coffee shop inside. Inside. Oh, my God. I would spend all of my money. (laughs) All of it. Just sign my paychecks over. Yeah, right. Oh, my God. Very convenient. Turns out uh, Dexter figures this out later. But I figured it out now. (gasps) The security guard has has kids and is married. So Uh it's him. Oh, man. Tim. Oh, That's no. Guy. That's a guy. Well, and yeah, John Lithgow is sure getting all of the information he needs from this security guard, too. So, oh, no. Deb is hanging out with Rita and Harrison, which is fun. I put that in quotes. <laughs> um, and it sucks because Deb is all hurt and shot, but her being so uncomfortable around family stuff is fun. Oh, my goodness. I, I feel it. I <laughs> totally understand. You like kids. I, I do like kids. Deb, I, I grew up in a big family, so I guess I can't really talk about it. Deb did not know about Dexter's apartment. Yeah, I think this is her fault. Not to put all of the blame on Deb, because, I mean, it was her fault that Lundy got shot, 100%. Oh. It was also her fault, 100%, that Dexter didn't get rid of his apartment, because he was going to give it to her, and then she's like, well, I don't need it. And because of that, he kept it, so it's her fault again. Oh, my goodness. It, ugh. No, it is not Deb's fault. Good, because it was her fault. And I love that Rita found her pain pills in the garbage and was just like, so yeah, I did. And let's talk about that. And when Rita tries to console Deb with advice, she's like, well, bad stuff happens. And it doesn't go over that well with Deb. No, and I love that. I love that Deb doesn't, like, she hates that answer. Mm-hmm. But sometimes it is that plain and simple. We'll see. Sucks. Back at Dexter's lab. Dex is listening to Lundy's last tape, and he hears him describe America's grandpa. But I also liked the idea that, like, what if Dex listened to the tape and there were, like, other Lithgow characters? Oh, yeah, that, like, he ran into multiple encounters? Or just, like, different, yeah, just like a multiple. Again, we've watched Loki, so we have multiverses on the mind. Yeah. So just imagining Lundy continuously bumping into different John Lithgow characters. Yeah. And just being, like, male, long hair. Four foot six. Oh. Compensating for something. <laughs> hmm. Dresses little lordly. Little lordly. Or another one where he's like, man walked by. White hair, over six foot, blue eyes. Had a Bigfoot next to him. <laughs> Couldn't place it, but there's something off about that. <laughs> Tall man, gray hair, blue eyes. He seemed... To be from a different world. Almost, almost something alien about him. Yes, yes. Mm, mm. And meanwhile, it's him in like all of the third rock from the sun. Like he's in the tight leather pants. It's, he's yes. just being weird. You know, he has the slick black, the sick back black hair. Yeah, right. and he's and he's doing the the, the Irish dancing. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's all of the Dick Solomon jokes in one. Laguerta comes in with 
vacation murder shootout news. And it turns out Johnny Rose is fully dead. And Nick, Nikki Wald is strung out as fuck in the alley with fuck. a gun. Surrounded by cops when zip, 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 Quinn zaps Nikki. Ooh. He calls Deb to give her some peace of mind. So, yay. And yay. Deb, uh, Deb doesn't give a shit. She's, she's gone through some shit. She's done with it. Oh, yeah, yeah. She's, she's not in the uh, emotional state to, you know, really celebrate that news. But I do love Quinn being like, yeah, I, I got it for you, partner. Hoo-wah. It's good. Back at the precinct, Matthews asks to speak to Maria. And Matthews wants to transfer Batista out of homicide because they're dating. Uh-oh. Oh, shit. Uh-oh. It's the problem for that relationship that we really just, just do it. I don't care. I don't want, it's not like I don't want them together. Yeah. But just do it. Just have them be together. There's no, if we didn't see how they started the relationship, then why would we care when you end it? I get that. It does the, whatever. It's fine. Well, and it's just, we've really only seen the, the big depths of this relationship in the last couple of episodes. Yeah. And they have been off and on in every episode. LaGuerta and Batista's relationship has me reacting like Chad from SNL. Oh, yeah. Okay. Just every time something happens, they're like, we're together. Okay. Yeah. We're not together anymore. Okay. Batista has to get transferred. Okay. Yeah. Just, I, I, I'm not against it. Just fine. I don't, Just, but I'm not thrilled by it. Right. Yeah. yeah I fully get that and I'm fully with you on that. Dex is on his way to Trinity when he gets a call from Deb, who is where Frank got shot. And uh, we get uh, Jennifer Carpenter's Emmy moment. Oh my God, seriously. She yells at Dexter for the apartment and then she yells about her being a fuck up and Dexter consoles her. But and that, 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 that's the scene. That's the scene. But they go for it. Oh my God, she's like hyperventilating yeah. while she's crying. And like, I, <laughs> I've i seen this scene so many times, but I, I actually cried when we were watching it. Like, she kills, kills it. It. Yeah. it is so touching. It's so heartbreaking. Back at Dex's not-so-secret murderer apartment, um, <laughs> Rita is there. Uh-oh. Rita's, <gasps> oh, Rita's at the place. And she's pulled out the big secret mm-hmm. the, big, <laughs> the, the, the big trunk the big trunk rita was worried about drugs and him having an affair which i was like oh my god that's right because that's what she that's what happened and yeah. okay so huh. like of course she would think that like a year ago like yeah, not like, that long ago what's not that long ago <laughs> that's great oh my god of course she's thinking that and as you've mentioned, he, uh, Rita did pull out his suspicious Hogwarts school trunk. Ah! <laughs> which uh, I think that this answers your Ramon Prado question from last season mm-hmm. about why he didn't find anything in the trunk. Oh, yeah. I don't know if this is the first time we got the information on the secret compartment or if we'd knew- known that beforehand. But in either way, it's there. It's there. Yes. Yeah. And Rita didn't try to open it. She was scared about what was inside. Yeah. And again, I kind of, I'm not surprised here. This is what Dexter should be uh, preparing for is, yeah, if you have a trunk, make sure you have like secret extra little bits. Yeah, for that's, sure. That's, that's secrets 101. <laughs> you still what? haven't found all of my porn. Oh my you found most of it. <laughs> I went through the walls. <laughs> yeah, I, I lined the walls. I don't use porn. I use it to, to warm my house behind the walls. Well, Rita isn't charmed by Dexter's explanation and is finally noticing how good he is at lying. Oh, yes. Mm-hmm. Which, Which is good. I mean, good for Dexter, I guess, for taking so, like, for 
it took Rita so long to realize how good of a liar Dexter is. Now, like, we've had seasons of her literally catching him in lies. Yeah, that's what happens when you take advantage of trustful people. Oh, man. So, but here's my thing. Rita makes Dex stay at his apartment that night, which is really good. Because if she wanted him home, uh-huh. it would be like, we're going to talk all night about being couples, and it would have been terrible. Mm-hmm. Imagine Dex trying to sneak out for Trinity at home with Rita. Oh, dear Lord. Wouldn't happen. Oh, um, dear Lord, no way. <laughs> exactly. So this has kind of worked out a little bit. So Trinity arrives at the building, and Dexter also arrives, and there's no security guard. Dex gets inside and sees the security guard has a wife and kids. Oh, no. But that's when the security guard comes downstairs, and it wasn't him the whole time. The whole time, it wasn't him. It was the coffee guy the whole time. (gasps) The whole time? Yes. I like Dexter baiting the security guard away, and I love even more that the security guard took the bait. Because if there's one thing we know about overweight night watchmen, it's that they're lazy and they're sleepy. So good for this guy for actually getting up and being like, that is a suspicious elevator. Let me go check it out. Yes. You know, good for him. Good for him. He's doing his job. Not being a stereotype. Yeah. Um, John Lithgow uh, bludgeons the coffee guy to death. Ooh. Very much so. Fuck. Dex gets into the security room where, sure, Trinity took out the recording disc, but, like, move the camera or something. Like, it's just still so, like, I know it's not recording, but Jesus Christ. It's, yeah, it's a little. Just it's open. Very open. Well, and, and, and in the same way, because we obviously know how this ends, it's weird for um, a serial killer to do a murder and then just walk away and go home because we see Dexter, well, it's there's planned out and there's procedural and then you got to yes. get him on the boat and you got to cut him up and you got to throw him overboard and there's so much disposal and secrecy yeah. that it's crazy for him to just walk into a room, uh, knock someone on the head with a hammer like four or five times and uh. then just like leave. Just like leave it there. He just leaves. I mean, when was the last time you went to someone's house and like left the mess? And then just walked out. Never! Yeah, so do that like a hundred times with a body. It's crazy. Oh my god. And yeah, he does go straight home. And I, good for you, Dexter. You've, you've really mastered those stalking skills. Because he does follow him for a long, long time. time. But I love Ghost Harry being like, he's scurrying back to whatever hole he comes. Oh shit, this is a nice neighborhood. You're right. Oh shit. <laughs> oh shit. We, we, we drove for a while. This is nice. Pulled up and, yeah, this really nice-looking suburban home. When, yeah, it turns out Trinity has a family. Oh, my God. What I think was most in- interesting about the scene, though, is Dex was, like, on their lawn already, like, going to get him. Yeah. It's fucking crazy oh, shit. Was, yeah. yeah, he was ready. He He's was just hiding behind a tree. Playing loose and fast. But, yes, turns out that both Dex and Lundy were wrong. Trinity is a husband, a father. He's like me. <gasps> Boring bitch. No. <laughs> Yay. Oh, my God. So all of these episodes, we talked about Trinity not having a family, and it was all bullshit. Oh. Are you telling me Trinity not having a family is bullshit? Bullshit. This is outrageous. But look at family he is. <laughs> look at my family. Like, he's just inside pointing and, like, yelling at Dexter. Look at my family! I have one! Look! Look how loving my wife is! Look how happy my kids are! Look at it! Look at it! That's that's good. Okay, all right, so then that's it. Holy shit, guys. So, 
Thank you so much for listening and for supporting us. And catch us tomorrow as we talk about the next episode. Uh, yeah, episode six. We are getting through this season quickly, guys. So my goodness, stick around with us. If you would like to contact us, our email address is tilldeathdoeswatch at gmail.com. You can, you can also find us on the socials. <laughs> And that's <laughs> and that's it. That's all we got. So thank you so much for listening and supporting. And we will catch you guys tomorrow on the Flippity Flip. Have a nice day, everyone. My lovely Lundy humps. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>